Hey everyone, welcome to our newest episode of How to Pass NCLEX Monday Motivation. We are working on taking action. We're working on taking action. Hi everybody, happy Memorial Day to you all. Uh, it is such a wonderful Monday. It's a beautiful outside. The sun is shining and we do have so much to be thankful for, particularly those on, um, who we recognize who have given up their lives for uh, for your freedom and my freedom. So we are going to move forward into our class today, being oh so grateful for all that we have. Uh, and again, we have a lot of announcements. So in, in the very first thing that I need to say, the very first thing is that those of you who've been waiting for the sale, the sale starts today. So for your NCLEX virtual trainer, if you have been waiting to get the VT, guess what? That sale starts today where it is $200 off of the virtual trainer. Plus, 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 if you order this week, not only will you get the VT plus the two workbooks, but everybody's going to get first shift and I'm only doing it for this week. So you will get your how to dominate your first two years of nursing with the special sale today. Now, the... $200 off the virtual trainer is our graduation sale. So it is huge. It will be going on all of Remarnish University, which drops, right? Remarnish University, where we will be talking about the NCLEX is changing. Um, but that's going to be our free class every Monday in June. So the sale will run all the way throughout the month of June. But for this week only, we are doing the first shift with every purchase of the virtual trainer. If you want to know more about how NCLEX is changing, how you can be ready, what will it look like, what do the questions mean, the new clinical judgment measurement model, and you still have not signed up for RNU, don't worry, it is not too late. You can do that by registering for this free course, going to remartnurse.com forward slash are in you. So again, this is graduation season. So much going on. The sale starts. First shift is available for this week for free. And then also RNU is dropping next Monday. And we will be talking all about pharmacology. Actually, I'm going to, I, I promise you, I'm going to start this episode, but there's just so much for me to tell you guys. So people have been asking what pharmacology will we be going over during Remarnish University? I have the list here. We're going to be going over um, parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous system medications. We'll be going over herbal medications and alternative medications. These are all the major players on the license exam. Uh, we're going to be going over pain management, the opioids, the non-opioids, which opioids are stronger, which opioids are not, psychiatric medications, um, insulins, oral antidiabetics, we're going to be going over blood and blood products. Did you know that blood is a medication? It really is. So you need to know a lot about it. Um, and then we will be going over some bonus, just bonus information, medication administration, lots of NCLEX questions. So sign up for RNU. Sign up for RNU. I can't tell you how much you are going to benefit from this class. And it's a free class. And it's only one day a week. So let's just do it. Let's just do it. Again, remarnurse.com forward slash R-N-U. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, with our first question, it is this. To ensure client safety before starting blood transfusions, 
the following are needed prior to starting the procedure. And this is a select all that apply. Okay, okay. All right. Um, so to ensure client safety before starting blood transfusions, the following are needed prior to starting the procedure. Select all that apply. Number one, obtain vital signs. Two, blood should be warm to room temperature for 30 minutes before blood transfusions are administered. Three, have two nurses verify client identification, blood type, unit number, and expiration date of blood. Mm -hmm. And four, get consent signed for blood transfusion. All right, what do we have? What do we have? All right. And I see the answers on the screen. I see the answers on the screen. And there is one that I have. I want to show you guys the answer. And then we're going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show you guys the answer. And then we're going to talk about it. So the correct answer is going to be, now watch this. The correct answer is one, three, and four. I don't have four on the screen, but four is also going to be correct, okay? Um, so I don't know if there's just not room, but there's four is in this. So one is obtaining vital signs. That is going to be correct. Three, having two nurses verify the client identification, blood type, unit number, and expiration date are also going to be appropriate. And then number four, number four, getting consent signed for blood transfusion will also be appropriate. All right. And so you have to have the consent form signed. Although I just want to be clear, it is not the nurse who obtains the consent form. The healthcare provider should be obtaining the consent form. But I definitely want you guys to know that that is and should be done prior to starting a blood transfusion. Okay. All right. Next question is this. Jane is suspected of having increased intracranial pressure. What type of fluid would the nurse anticipate infusing? Oh, I love IV fluids. All right. Um, Jane is suspected of having increased intracranial pressure. What type of fluid would the nurse anticipate infusing? Number one is a D5W, two, half normal or 0.45% normal saline or sodium chloride, three, 5% dextrose and 0.9% normal saline, or four, normal saline, 0.9% normal saline. What sayeth you guys? Here we have a condition of increased intracranial pressure. And I was just looking this up in the virtual trainer workbook. Um, so the correct answer is going to be, I see you guys with it. Um, yes, it's number four. So 0.9% sodium chloride. This is an ideal isotonic solution to be administered. Clients with intracranial Elevated intracranial pressure do not need severely fluid restrictions, okay? This can be achieved by avoiding uh, free water, all right? Um, so we want to make sure, and if you have the virtual trainer student workbook, it was, this is on page 77 of the 
practical nurse version. And I really wanted my practical nurses and my registered nurses to know, I'm sorry, it's not 77. Oh, I have so many, look, I have so many virtual trainer workbooks that I just is grabbing it. All right, it's it's 77 of the uh, the RN. So what I want you guys to know is you definitely want to know about hypotonic, hypertonic, and isotonic IV solutions. And the reason why it's important to understand uh, what they do to the cells is because all three of these can be treated, can be used to treat dehydration. And so sometimes I have nursing students say, hey, Regina, which IV fluid do I get for dehydration? Well, there are many types of dehydration. There are many causes of dehydration. So you need to know like if this, if this intravascular dehydration, what are we going to give? We're going to give a hypertonic fluid, right? So um, this is so, 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 so important for you guys to know. All right. So if you have the VT workbook on page 77, I go over that with you all. I go over that with you all. What else did I want to say? Also, increased intracranial pressure. Yes, you don't want to um, give your patient too much fluid, but you also want to know if your patient has increased intracranial pressure, what other treatments are being um, administered along with the IV fluid. That's very important. Is your patient on diuretics at the same time? How is their renal function? Those are things that are going to be very important for you to um, hypothesize in your care. If you are taking, if you are taking this next generation NCLEX in 2023, April 2023, we will spend a lot of time together uh, making these hypotheses about what conditions are also affecting your patient. Part of the clinical judgment measurement model is for you to be able to go through all six steps, all six steps of that clinical judgment measurement model and be able to pull your patient at the end of it with the appropriate treatment and the appropriate prioritization of treatment. And a lot of this may be like, oh man, this is, this is a lot for me to process. So if you're feeling that way, I'm saying two things to you. One, we will go over it together. But two, also, if you can take the NCLEX now, take it now. Do everything you can to take the current offering of the NCLEX examination. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay, next question. Question number three. The nurse is at a seminar in their neighborhood when another participant who happens to be diabetic starts to tremble and complains of dizziness. The next best action of the nurse is to, one, encourage the participant to eat some baked macaroni. Two, call the participant's personal doctor. Three, give the participant a glass of orange juice. Four, offer the participant a cup of coffee. Mm. What are we saying here? This is a question where an, an action has to be done. So the nurse is at a seminar and there's another person on the seminar panel, apparently, 
They happen to be diabetic, which is a great clue for us, right? And so they start to tremble and complain of dizziness. What is the next best thing the nurse should do? What is the next action of the nurse? I see the answers on the screen. Good job, everyone. It is give the participant a glass of orange juice. This is going to be very important. Yes, Jessica, hypoglycemia. I mean, and we know this, this is straightforward. In diabetic clients, the nurse should watch out for signs of hypoglycemia manifested by dizziness, tremors, weakness, paler, diaphoresis, and tachycardia. So when this occurs in the conscious patient, that's very important. The conscious patient, patient, he or she should give carbohydrates immediately. And these are going to be carbohydrates that the patient can um, break down, the body can break down pretty quickly. So things like heart, candy, pretty much sugar, right? So that's gonna raise your blood sugar up, uh, your blood glucose levels. Orange juice is gonna be able to be metabolized and your blood glucose levels are gonna go up. A piece of bread, right? Peanut butter, these are things that are gonna happen. Your body needs carbs very quickly. So that is a good, good job, everybody. All right. Next question is this, which assessment data for a client who is one day post-abdominal surgery would warrant immediate nursing intervention? Ooh, I love this. I love this question. Which assessment data for a client who is just one day after an abdominal surgery would warrant immediate, immediate nursing intervention? Number one. A rigid, hard, board-like abdomen and a white blood cell count of 20,000. Okay. Two, reports of abdominal pain. Three, blood pressure, 110 over 70 and a hematocrit of 42%. Four, hypoactive bowel sounds and a serum potassium of 3.7. Go ahead and tag your favorite nurse to this video. We are getting it in. I love, 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 love what I'm seeing here. We are all on one accord. The priority nursing intervention is going to be based off of this finding. Number one, rigid, Hard, no, 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 no. Look how abnormal that is. Board-like abdomen. We know what the abdomen is supposed to feel like. It's supposed to feel soft, non-tender. And so we have this abnormal assessment after an abdominal surgery and the white blood cell count is off. And so this may suggest peritonitis, right? Maybe peritonitis. It could be something else too. But at any point, this is the one that is going to require immediate intervention, immediate intervention. Great job, great job. Next question is this. The nurse is giving a health teaching regarding the medication probenicid to a client with gout. Which statement of the client reflects the need for further teaching regarding probenicid. Mm. And this is where strategies just don't help you. I'm sorry, there's not a decision tree that's going to help you figure this out if you don't know what this is. That's just it. 
And that's what we always say, study the content first. Probenicid, so which statement reflects further teaching? Number one, I should take my aspirin before probenicid. Two, by taking this medication, my uric acid will decrease. Three, I should drink at least three liters of water every day. Four, I should take this medication after my meals. Okay. I like what I'm seeing though, you guys. Honestly, you've been studying. You've been studying with me and I love it. I love it. When you guys, when you guys do well, then that should help you understand I'm, I'm on the right track. I just got to keep focusing the content. If you don't get this right, then hey, this is an area of weakness. You got to go back and look it up. The correct answer is going to be number one. I should take my aspirin before probenicid. And this is, clients should not take aspirin while taking probenicid because um, silicates interfere with the action of the drug. The medication inhibits uric acid reabsorption and increases uric acid excretion, thereby causing a decrease in serum uric acid. Okay, listen, great job, everyone. How about this? If you want to study more content, if you want to get your content up, this is the perfect time. It's graduation season. I am so, so proud of all of my nursing students who have gone through the valley and are coming out on top oh, and walking across that stage in just a few, few days. Congratulations to you guys. And for that, we started the NCLEX virtual trainer sale. Now it's starting now. Um, and so with that, you're going to get the student workbook, the quick facts for NCLEX. This is the book, plus the six-week study calendar, plus all of my online lectures, training center. If you have never been in the virtual trainer, it is sweet. It is so sweet. You just click on your training center. Once your books arrive, oh, I got to put the, um, I have to put the um, password in. That's right. You'll log into your credentials. This is good. This is a good video trainer. All right. So you're going to put in your credentials and you will go to your training center. And once you get the virtual trainer, whether you get RN or PN, you will be able to go in and pick up right in my live courses. So these are all of the lectures when, when schools bring me in to do a two-day live class. This is the information that I tell the students. And so you will be able to have 24 access, 24 seven access to all of my NCLEX information. And yes, we go through exactly what you need. We are going to go NCLEX. over your pediatric development milestones. Gonna easy We're going to look at several age groups, with their expected activity, and of course, uh, I'm going to be telling you the NCLEX for you. tips Plus you get the that you want to know for so the you know exactly what The first age group is you. zero and to six all the months, and there is an S underneath that box because everything is about safety. I'm actually doing a live course Monday and Tuesday of next week. And a school is bringing me back to teach their nursing students. And everybody is going to go home with the NCLEX virtual trainer. I've been getting a lot of testimonial videos about how the VT is helping students. So I am looking forward to the virtual trainer helping you. Here's another testimonial I really love. I just got to share it. Here it is. 
I'm so happy to be sharing my testimony today because I passed the NCLEX RN on my very first try. Guys, this is an amazing program. I graduated in um, 2016. I had to use the VT because I knew that I just, I knew it. I figured it out on time that that was just the best program for me to use to prepare for my NCLEX. I studied um, every day for two months intensive. That's what I did. And thank God I passed on my very first try. Guys, if you're thinking of the best NCLEX program to use for your NCLEX preparation, you need to think Remar. You need to think Remar because they have everything. It's not like others where you just buy and that's it. Remar team checks up on you. If you have questions, you can reach out to them and they'll respond as soon as possible. I mean, I didn't feel alone the whole time. I felt like being part of a family, you know, I felt their presence the whole time I was preparing for my exam. And I kept on repeating the affirmations. I can, I will, I must pass NCLEX. And thank God I passed, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Keep practicing, keep studying, and keep repeating the affirmations. You're going to make it, you'll pass. So if you're looking for the best program, guys, just go for Remar. It's worth every dollar. And I know you can do this. You're going to pass too. You will, you can, and you must pass NCLEX. God bless. Yes, I love that. Real people getting real results. Nurses coming into this thing. It's a, it's a ministry. And I think one of the great things that I love about the Remar nurses is that they're not afraid to come back and say, this is how I did it. And I know you can do it too. This is how I did it. And I know you can do it too. Um, you can, you will, you must pass NCLEX. Congratulations. New nurses, they look so good. They look so good. Here is your motivation for this week. Courage makes us stronger. Indeed, this is Memorial Day weekend. And so today we celebrate um, the U.S. military personnel who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces, people who have made the ultimate, ultimate sacrifices for you um, and me. Those people should be acknowledged. But also, we can't just forget their stories because the soldiers can motivate us. The soldiers can and will motivate us. Um, sometimes we sometimes we don't realize that it takes an extreme amount of courage to sacrifice um, just the little things, right? It's to sacrifice for the little things. So what about the huge things? And the yesterday, my family went to my grandfather's grave. He was in the military. And my grandfather, he actually, um, he stepped on a, What's it called? Uh, you, they, they hide the bombs in the ground. And my grandpa stepped on this thing and it exploded. And so he lost a leg um, 
during that explosion. What are the, what are those things called? Field mines? I don't know. Um, but anyways, so my grandfather, um, he had to spend the rest of his life with one leg while he was attempting to protect the freedoms of everybody else, man. So it's just like the courage that you have to have to step on a battlefield. We, we don't even process it. We don't even process it, but it is something that somebody has committed to a landmine, a grenade. Yes. All, all, yes. One of those things. It, I don't, it, yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys. So here's the story of a soldier that, you know, we like to take references from the Bible, like to take references from the Bible. So, um, David and Goliath, this is a very popular story. Um, most of us, we learn it as kids, but here's the truth of the matter. The Philistine army had gathered for war against Israel. There was a Philistine giant measuring over nine feet tall and wearing full armor who came out each day for 40 days, mocking and challenging the Israelites to fight. His name was Goliath. Okay. So you guys know if you're a nurse like me, I'm looking here and I'm thinking, Goliath was over nine feet tall. He had some sort of, what did he have? It Some sort of endocrine disorder. Um, maybe he, what was his issue that made him so large, right? So I'm, I'm always trying to medically diagnose Goliath. But anyways, the Bible says that for 40 days, and for 40 days, he came out and he would just taunt the army and he would just talk bad to them and he would just curse them and he would just use his words to intimidate, right? He would just use his words to intimidate this army so that nobody would want to fight him. The people were intimidated by his size. The people were intimidated by his words, but nobody really knew if he could fight. There is somebody who has a Goliath in their life right now. And that thing is intimidating you every day when you wake up. Every day that thing is saying, you can't beat me. Is it the NCLEX? Somebody is saying NCLEX is their Goliath. Somebody is looking at the size of the test. Somebody is looking at the, the intimidation and the fear surrounded by the test. And they go undefeated. They go undefeated. So anyways, this is what happened. His name was Goliath, Saul, the king of Israel, and the whole army were terrified of Goliath. This Goliath had the king scared. He had the entire whole army. One, one person had the entire army shook, except for David. I love this story. A young teenager at the time, David heard Goliath shouting his daily defiance, and he saw the great fear stirred up within men of Israel. And David responded, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of God? Oh my goodness. David said, everybody else is afraid. And David is like, who is this dude? Who is this person that is going against God's army? It blew David's mind that this enemy wasn't seen as somebody already defeated. Like, who can go up against God? That is David's question to the whole army. The king. Oh, let me keep going. This is so good. 
Okay, it took some persuasion, but King Saul finally agreed to let David oppose the giant. Dressed in his simple tunic, carrying his shepherd's staff, sling, and a pouch full of stones, we know it was five smooth stones, David approached Goliath. Of course, the giant cursed at him, hurling threats and insults. And as Goliath moved in for the kill, David, with all courage and faith, reached into his bag and slung one of his stones at Goliath's head. What? It found a hole in the armor and sank into the giant's forehead. He fell face down on the ground. David then took Goliath's sword, killed him, and cut off his head. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. Y'all, this is so amazing. The story is so amazing. Listen, God is saying, y'all already know the story, but God needed you to hear it again. The lesson in the story is you are bigger than your fear. No matter how big the fear is, if the fear is nine feet tall, you are bigger than it. Don't be afraid for God is with you. God is with you. And then trust in the Lord and he will make the impossible possible. All right, guys, be courageous, be courageous. And the thing about it is that David had already been through, this is what David said. David said, I've already killed a lion. I've already killed a bear trying to protect my sheep. So who is this man that is that is talking about my God who has delivered me from bigger things. And so many people out here, you're watching me, but you see NCLEX is this huge, big thing that you're afraid of, but you've already, you've already defeated the lion and the bear in your life. God has already brought you through something much more challenging than NCLEX. Y'all know where y'all came from. Some of you guys came from broken homes. Some of you came from bad relationships, abuse, trauma, illness. God has delivered you from these things. So who is this NCLEX exam? Who is this fear, right? Why are you intimidated by this thing that God has already given you the power to overcome? We should not be, we should not be living in fear about anything because with God is possible. And I love the story of David and Goliath because people looked at him and they said, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're small. Nobody knows you. You're a shepherd. They even they even said, okay, you can do it, but you got to wear this. They wanted David to look a certain way. They wanted him to have the king's armor on, but David had to take all that stuff off. And sometimes we have to take off other people's stuff in order to fight our own battle. We have to take off other people's opinions about us. We have to take about, we have to take off other people's, you know, uh, circumstances and advice and myths and things that we heard that we should do. We cannot walk everybody else's walk. Your walk is for you. Your Goliath is for you to defeat the way God tells you to defeat it. And so we must be, we must be courageous. We must be courageous like David. We must be courageous like the people that we are we are remembering who've given the ultimate sacrifice. It takes something to be a soldier. A soldier, it, it's a sacrifice, all right? We all are 
sacrificing something in our life, you just want to make sure what you're sacrificing for is worth it. You have to be optimistic because labor is not in vain. The, the thing that you are going through right now is it has a purpose. It is making you stronger. It is building your character. The DN soldier says, do not give up. Instead, continue, continue to improve yourself and make an effort to reach your dreams. You have to make an effort. David could not, David could not beat Goliath just standing on the sideline. David could not beat Goliath by waiting for the king or an entire army to fight for him. Sometimes you have to fight for yourself. Sometimes when you get tired of somebody uh, or something beating you down, something discouraging you, something pushing you back, something holding you back, when you get tired of it, you will do something about it. You will say, I've had enough. I'm going to take care of this problem because only I can take care of it. And so you are definitely a soldier this week unless you forgot, you definitely are. You're a soldier in the Lord's army and you're fighting for your, you're fighting for your future, your destiny, because nobody's going to give it to you. That dream job that you want, that new car that you want, that school you want to send your kids to, that vacation you want to take your parents on, nobody's giving that to you. You're going to have to do it. So you're going to have to do what it takes to get there, right? So let's talk more do. Let's talk more do today. How about that? That's Monday Motivation. And it was brought to you by David defeating Goliath. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It, 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 it blesses generations. And so now we can remember, hey, we can remember that with God, it's possible. It's possible. Thank you guys so much for coming to How to Pass NCLEX slash Monday Motivation. It's a good day around here. I'm so excited because we have this coming up. Hey, taking action, Monday Motivation. It's been served, but R-ing you, R-ing you. It's happening next week. It starts every Monday in June, free NCLEX review, and it's a community event. One thing I loved about our testimonial today is the nurse said this. She said, I never felt like I was alone. I never felt like I was alone. And so if you are part of our community, you're not alone. We are all here studying with you and we will be gathering next Monday. There it is. Yeah, we gathering next Monday. I like that. <laughs> Go ahead and hit that like button before you leave. Yes, yes, yes. Hit that like button to this video. We will be studying pharmacology changes for NCLEX. I saw a couple changes of NCLEX that um, somebody asked, when is NCLEX changing? It will be changing in the year 2023, April, 2023. So you got to make sure that you are taking it now because it's 2022. We are one day away. Hey, and when you sign up for, I see people asking me this about the workbook. When you sign up for RNU, um, you will be able to get all of the notices, the workbook, when it starts, what is happening, all that good, good, good stuff once you sign up for it. And it'll be a way for you and I to keep in communication with each other. So remarnurse.com forward slash RNU. And this day, again, we are excited about having the VT sale now getting ready for graduation season, getting ready for graduation season. So right now, not 50, not a hundred, not $150 off, but $200 off the virtual trainer. 
and that just takes it, man. That, that's just that's that's the blessing that I can give you guys because you've been asking me for it. So two hundred dollars off the virtual trainer. I don't know anybody else doing that right now. So it is your time. It is your time to jump in, dive in, everything that needs to happen for you to get your nursing license. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is it. It's going to be an amazing summer. This is going to be an amazing summer because this is the this is the year that you get your nursing license. And I'm ready to take I'm ready to take our Remar nurse vacation where we're all supposed to meet up somewhere. I don't know if we're going to meet up in the Bahamas. I don't know if we're going to meet up in Mexico, Tahiti, Hawaii, but I want to throw a huge Remar nurse party, but I have to wait for you guys to start making some nurse money so that we can pay for this vacation. All right. <laughs> so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to get your nursing license before I plan this trip. So do what you got to do because you can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX. Later, guys. Bye-bye.